Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about improvement. We all came to this information because we wanted to improve something, either our finances or relationships or our health or whatever it is. We want an improvement. And that's why we're here. We desire improvement. But that improvement can only be made one way. The way we think we improve doesn't actually work. It doesn't align with the forces of the universe. It doesn't align with the law of attraction. In this episode, Joshua explains actually how you improve. And I don't want to give it away because it's really interesting and the way they lay it out is transformational, I think. Before we begin, please uh, check out the Friends of Joshua Facebook group that we have. You can just search Friends of Joshua and we have a private group for everyone there and we'll let you into that. And there's a lot of stuff that we share on there, quotes and and inspiring ideas and all kinds of stuff like that. We also have a new boot camp coming up at the end of March. It's going to be a really powerful one. There's a lot of stuff happening. And this boot camp will change your mental construct so that you can actually improve in your life. This is how you do it because you have to understand who you are, the laws of the universe, and you have to have experiences because everything else is passive. If you're listening to this podcast, it's great and everything, but it's passive. You're not really exchanging any energy. You're not really doing anything. You're just listening. It, it is raising your vibration, but there is another way to raise your vibration even more effectively. And that's through the boot camp. The boot camp we've done quite a few of them and hundreds of people have gone through and it's amazing. The transformation, people don't really understand what that transformation is. You think, ah, it's just another course or whatever it is. This thing is different. It's unlike anything. There's so much activity and so many things that are all working together to change your mental construct from the time you go into the time you're done with it. Then once you're into the boot camp, you're in for life. So you take it a few times and most people take it three or four or five times. And over that course of maybe six months or so, it really shifts your awareness of who you are. So I encourage you to send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you an email explaining you all about it. And remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, subscribing makes this podcast come into your inbox and make you aware of all the new ones. So that's very helpful for you and for us as well. So thanks for everything you do to support us here. And let's get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hello. Welcome. Have you ever thought about why this conversation is interesting to you and why you came here and why you're on this call now, why you're listening to this call at a later date? Have you ever thought about the inspiration that leads you step-by-step step to everything you truly want and the fear that always pops up, the doubt, the worry, the concern, the limitations that you have? Have you thought about what you truly want compared to what you think you want? And we will say that there's two aspects of you. There's your human self, and that human self is, is sifting and sorting and trying to control conditions and trying to get what you think you lack and trying to improve, 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 improve yourself, improve your conditions and improve your relationship to all the people around you so that you don't encounter negative emotion. The negative emotion to you, because you're so emotionally sensitive, which is your superpower, feels off or feels difficult or terrible when you encounter a manifestation event. And so you've created this life where you seek improvement, but you also want to avoid anything that could bring up negative emotion. And that negative emotion is simply telling you that you're looking at your reality from a limited perspective, from a perspective of the victim, which is not true. The one who perceives that outside conditions and people can make you feel something. Well, now you know that nothing can make you feel anything. You are either choosing a limited perspective or a higher perspective. If you're choosing the limited perspective, the false narrative of what's going on in your reality 
your inner self is going to send you a, a negative emotion to point out the fact that you're not seeing the truth in your reality. And if you feel a positive emotion, well, that's simply you agreeing with your inner self's perspective. And so this wonderful system of guidance is there to move you from fear to love, from the illusion to clarity. And so you come to this conversation with this idea that this conversation will lead to something you want. And that thing you think you want from your human perspective is that which you lack. So your desires then are based in lack. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. It is expansive. It does move you forward. And it does allow you to come to places that are like this for your benefit. But also your inner self has been sending you inspiration. And so when you listen to this this conversation, you're doing it from a high vibration. And so you're receiving the good feelings and it sounds like this is going in the direction that can lead to improvement in your life, improvement in yourself, improvement in the relationships you have with the people around you. And we want to point out here that at some point you'll get to understand how this reality actually works and you'll come to realize that it's all been perfect all along. You've always been perfect. You were perfect the day you were born. You were perfect when you were one years old. You've never been imperfect. You've expanded to new levels of awareness and clarity. You've adopted new limiting beliefs. You've adopted empowering beliefs. You've created this life you're living. And it's always been perfect. But your perception of your life and yourself and the people in your life is looking at the flaws. And that's done from this limited perspective. So you seek improvement. And so you're guided to anything that you will see some improvement. Now that could be improvement in health and relationships and finances in things like that. But we want you now to think of all of this on a higher level, the same way your inner self is looking at it from this higher perspective. All of this is leading you not towards improvement, but to the, towards the realization that everything is good now, where you are in this moment now, wherever you are in your life now is where you have to be at the starting point of moving towards greater levels of clarity, awareness, and vibration. The vibration is what creates your reality. So the reality you're experiencing now is the perfect reflection of the vibration you're offering, or is a perfect reflection of how you see yourself within your reality. A lot of humans look at themselves from a limited perspective and they look at their life from a limited perspective. And they say, if my life was like so-and-so's life, then I would feel good. If I had this amount of money, then I'd feel good. If I had this amount of health, I'd feel good. If I had this relationship, I'd feel good. Until I get those things, I am not gonna feel good. I'm gonna effort and struggle and suffer my way towards those things I think will make me feel something I do not feel now. That's not how this reality works. This reality is simply a reflection of how you're choosing to perceive yourself. So if you chose to perceive yourself as magnificent, limitless, eternal, a being of love here to express love to your reality, needing nothing from your reality, only here to enhance every aspect of your reality, well, then you would operate differently in this reality you would not need to effort and struggle because there'd be nothing to change. You would accept it as it is. You wouldn't not improve because the improvement would come as you expand in, into more love and into more clarity. That improvement is not changing the conditions, it's changing your perception of yourself, i.e. raising that vibration, raising the vibration from this limited perspective of yourself to a higher perspective. And so if you're moving along seeing yourself as more capable, more loving, more clear, more knowledgeable, more 
satisfied in your life, more appreciative, more grateful for what you have in your life. If you're living more in love, you'll have a reflection from your reality that's based in more love. And so if you can see yourself from a higher perspective today more than you did yesterday, then you're improving your perception of reality. And that perception of reality is in essence your vibration. You don't want to change the conditions because the conditions are the perfect reflection and you cannot change or control those conditions. All of the effort and chasing the carrot on the end of the stick and all that cycle of trying and trying and trying to do things to cause some improvement is always based in lack and fear. It's always done from the limited perspective because the perspective of the creator would never seek to change the conditions. The creator knows that those conditions were created by that person, by yourself. They were created perfectly to give you the reflection of the vibration you're offering. You want the reflection. You don't want an obscure reflection. You don't want to change the mirror. You want to see it exactly as it is. Because if you can see it as it is, then you know when you're offering love and when you're offering resistance. And you can look at why you're offering resistance to anything. It's because you have some limiting beliefs in that area. You can then do the work to process those limiting beliefs, to add more love and appreciation, to enhance every relationship that you have with every aspect of your reality. And then you can wake up tomorrow morning and play with that reflection again. And you can say, oh, I had a manifestation event in this area, or oh, I had a judgmental thought over here, or oh, I had an argument with this person, or oh, I wish something was different in my life. And you could then say, no, 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 that's just a limiting belief. I can prove to myself that that limiting belief is not true. I can find evidence to prove it's not true. And when you do work like this, whether you're in the boot camp or the Ascension Experience, or you're meditating, or you're just free writing or journaling, this will lead to the enhancement of the vibration, which will lead to the enhancement of the conditions. And so it's wonderful that you've got here because you've wanted to change your conditions, but that desire isn't really necessary. As you move along and as you listen some more and as you meditate and as you play with these ideas and do your practices, and if you process limiting beliefs, you'll come to see that your inner self will guide you more and more and more. And so what you would like to do then is to give up this perspective of the human and adopt the perspective of your inner self. Give up needing to change anything and just go with the flow and receive guidance and act on more guidance. Understand when limiting beliefs pop up, there will always be fear there, but the fear is irrational. It's the illusion, and you can always push past the fear. You can always push past the fear to do whatever you're inspired to do. As you let go of all these old desires based in lack and fear and move more towards the inspiration that's coming to you, more towards the idea of yourself as the creator, more expressions of love from you towards your reality rather than trying to get something from your reality, when you make your life less about you and more about the reality as a whole and all the people in it, what can you do for them? How can you express love to them? How can you express love to every aspect of reality? How can you soften the fears and limiting beliefs that you have? How can you see that you're fully abundant, fully free? How can you appreciate more and be grateful for more? And think about not needing anything 
think about the fact that you have everything. Imagine that you are fully abundant and fully free. And the only limitations come in those limiting beliefs. And without the limiting beliefs, you would know yourself on earth in physical reality as you know yourself in the non-physical. So the difference between the two is this aspect called fear. Fear is the illusion. Fear is necessary. Fear is the checkpoint that will allow the universe to see if you're ready to move forward or not. If you're ready to move forward, and if you push past fear, well, then it doesn't matter what limiting beliefs you have because the limiting beliefs are not limiting. You now become limitless. Every time you push past a fear, you are showing the universe that you are ready to move forward to understand yourself at an even higher level. And this will lead to more inspiration and more experiences that create this momentum of growth and expansion on an exponential level. You've played enough around with the ideas of limitation, of lack, of dissatisfaction, of suffering. That's no longer necessary for you. If you're on this call now or listening to a later date, you've come to a brand new level, a brand new prospect, a new approach to life. The approach to life where you see yourself as fully abundant, free, and the creator of your reality. This idea of yourself as a creator of reality is in complete opposition or, or the opposite to seeing yourself as a victim. So imagine seeing yourself as a victim your entire life up to this point. You've wanted people to be different. You've wanted yourself to be different. You've wanted the conditions to be different. You've wished for this and wished for that. You said, if only I had this, then I'd feel good. Now you come to this new approach to life where you say, I'm fully abundant. I'm absolutely free. I can think any thought I want to think. I can believe anything I want to believe, and I can choose any perspective I want to choose. If I'm the creator of my reality, what thoughts do I want to think? I want to think thoughts of love. If I'm the creator of my reality, what beliefs do I want to hold? I want to hold empowering beliefs, and I want to let go of the limiting beliefs. If I'm the creator of my reality, which perspective should I choose? Should I choose the perspective, the limited perspective of the victim? Well, that wouldn't make any sense. And this is what's causing any inner conflict you have, because you have come closer to knowing yourself as the creator. So any thought of limitation would cause inner conflict because you know on some level that is not true. Now, also, you have this ideal in your mind of what this perfect life would be like. That ideal of a perfect life is always created from the perspective, the limited perspective of the victim who says, I need more in order to feel better. From the perspective of the creator, the creator says, I strive to feel better, and that will bring more. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? I can start. It's Rob here, Joshua. Excellent, Rob. Hey, there's an old pop song, and it's uh, I Want to Know What Love Is. And uh, I Want to Know What Love Is. Now, in that song, uh, it was romantic love, and the singer was hoping to know love by somebody showing him. And we all know about the meaning of romantic love, love of friends and family, fellow humans, and art and nature and beauty. But when you talk about love, you're talking about something a whole lot bigger and I want to understand that a little bit more you also talk about giving and serving um, and a few things you said about love I wrote down you said this is a love school uh, which was an awesome thing to say you said love and acceptance are the same thing and you said integrate all of you through absolute unconditional acceptance this is what love is each of you is love 
each of you as a being of love. Uh, the This reality is love. The only truth is love and the entire universe is love. So my question is, I want to know what love is. Excellent. You talk about well, that's it. why you've come. You've come to understand love in a radical new way, not just romantic love or love for your family or love for your things or friends or children or parents or any of these things, you've come to understand acceptance because acceptance is love. And you come with a limited perspective based in fear because in the non-physical, you understand unconditional love and acceptance. You understand freedom and abundance. You understand everything to a certain point but you have to have more experiences to understand it more. So you come into a physical reality with the aspect of fear, not knowing who you truly are, donning the perspective of yourself as the victim, because in physical reality, you perceive that bad things can happen to you, such as you could die. Without knowing what's beyond, without knowing what happens when you transition, without actually knowing you can have beliefs about it. You can have ideas about it, but you can't actually know because that memory has conveniently been left out of this equation. If you came in knowing that you'll just transition back home, this is just a playground, just a amusement park, you'd have no fear of death and then you'd really have no fear. If you came in here knowing that you couldn't lose anything, you couldn't be rejected, you couldn't fail, you couldn't be imperfect in any way, then the experience of physical reality would not be as transformative or as expansive as it is. And so what you're coming for is to expand your idea of unconditional love. And so you can imagine if you had never had a physical life before, you live in not the non-physical, connected to source, connected to everyone else, connected to all that is, feeling a sense of love without any context. And so you come to understand the context because in order to know love, you have to know what love is not, or you have to know what fear is. So you come into this reality, this, this earth school teaching you what love is, and you go through enough experience to say, every time you return to the non-physical, oh, now I get what love is. Now I get what love is. It's so obvious now. I was efforting and struggling and controlling and trying to make everything work out. I was trying to do this and do this and get what I lacked in order to feel secure, even though I knew at some point that I was going to transition to something else. Could it be heaven? Could it be hell? Could it be nothingness? I didn't know. Now it's obvious. I want to do this again because every time I come, I expand my awareness of unconditional love. And so you've lived many times, many lifetimes, and you've got more and more and more expanded ideas of love. And maybe in the early lifetimes, you encountered suffering and loss and rejection and failure and, and dissatisfaction and suffering. And that's brought you to an awareness that, hold on here, there could be a way to operate in physical reality, the exact way we operate in the non-physical. But to do that, I'll have to rise above this illusion caused by fear. I have to realize there is nothing to fear. I have to realize who I truly am. I have to realize that I'm eternal and magnificent and limitless. I have to realize that I'm the creator of my reality and not the victim. 
That would be interesting. All right, I'm going to see a, set a pre-birth intention to discover who I truly am and then utilize what I discover along my journey to live in physical reality in a brand new way, in a brand new approach to life. This approach to life will be completely different than the old approach of fear and control. Once I understand the magnificence of who I am and that I am love and that everything is love, then I'll realize one thing, that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. Everything is right because everything is a manifestation of love. Everything, everything in the universe is a manifestation of love. Every flower and every bullet is a manifestation of love. How you use the flowers and the bullet, whether you use those in fear or love, is up to you. And so if you can realize that everything is perfect because it's all a manifestation of love, then you can realize that you're perfect, your life is perfect, everyone else is perfect, and everyone else is just having their experience so that they can understand unconditional love more. And so you get these interesting things in physical reality, you get romantic love. So romantic love allows you to feel this feeling of love, how powerful that is. In the early days of romantic love, when you're not attached to an outcome, when you're just having fun, when you're just choosing a perspective, like this is great, this person is awesome, I'm awesome in this relationship, this is fantastic, well, you're agreeing with your inner self. This is the feeling you would have in the non-physical. Yet even that wonderful feeling, that head over heels in love feeling has some fear in there. What happens if this doesn't work out? What happens if I get dumped? What happens if, if this person's not who I thought they were? What happens if I'm rejected? The little bit of feeling of fear is still in there. So you can't really understand true love, but you have some kind of guidance to, well, this feels better than not having love. Same thing when you have a child. You have this overwhelming sense of love when the child is born, but mixed in with that love is fear that the child might not turn out or something might happen or they might transition to the non-physical or whatever it is that you might suffer loss. But that's the play that's in this reality. You get to play with love and fear. And all of that is your choice of the thoughts that you think, your perception of yourself, the beliefs that you want to hold, and your choice of perspective in the moment. As you play this game, you realize that there is no fear in the moment. There's no fear in the, in the present moment. There's nothing to fear ever in the present moment. You only fear the past or the future. You only regret or resent the past or worry about the future. In the present moment, you notice everything's perfect. You don't need anything. In this present moment right now, wherever you are, whether you're on this call live or you're listening at a later date, think about this moment right now. If you hit, had a million dollars, you couldn't do anything with it in this moment. You'd have to do something in future moments. You'd have to think about it. You'd have to do all that stuff. It doesn't matter in this moment. In this moment, you have all the air you need, all the water you need, all the food you need. You have, you're comfortable wherever you are. You're not being tortured or facing imminent death in this moment. Now, two seconds from now, maybe you are. But in this moment, you'll notice that everything's perfect. Well, time is an aspect of this reality so that you can remember the past and you can think about the future. You can bring in fear if you like, but you have total control over that fear because you can always bring yourself to the present moment. You can always think any thought you want. You can always hold any belief and hold any perspective. So this is a school 
that's teaching you unconditional love. And the way that you experience unconditional love is through acceptance. Acceptance only occurs in the moment. Second, you go outside of the moment into the past or the future, fear pops in and you have a more difficult time in acceptance. But you can stretch that. You could look at your past and you can say, all right, I had these experiences in my past and they were terrible and I would not want to experience them again. Or you could look at those experiences as, I had to have those experiences. In fact, I created those experiences. Those experiences created a trajectory that led me to where I am now. So then everything up to this point has actually been perfect. All the times I was in fear, I was looking at things from the limit perspective, and I was not practicing unconditional acceptance. Now, what if I go into the future? Okay. Well, the rest of the day is probably going to be fine. And tomorrow is probably going to be fine. Maybe next week will be fine, but what about a year from now or when I get older or when something happens to my spouse or if something happens to my child or something happens to the economy or something happens to my finances or something happens to my health. So you're bringing in the perspective of the victim and this causes worry and discontentment, suffering and fear. But if you look at it as the creator and you notice that your past was perfect, your present was perfect, you can also say, well, doesn't it make sense that if my past was perfect to bring me here, and if I can operate from a state of acceptance, and if I can process my limiting beliefs and step into my authenticity and think about who I truly am and practice my powers of creation and realize I'm just here to expand my, my understanding of love and my understanding of everyone else in my life from this physical perspective, then my future has to be perfect as well. And every aspect of that future will have to move me towards more self-discovery. Now I can go kicking and screaming in resistance in that future and say, that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't have happened. Just like in my past, when I look back at my past, I could have said that event was bad. That event was bad. That was vent. But now I understand my past led me to here. So all the experiences that will I ever have in my future will lead towards what I truly want, which is self-discovery. So if that's what I truly want, and if I lack nothing right now, and if everything is always working out for me, and if I'm the creator of this whole reality, especially from my non-physical perspective of my inner self, then I'll be guided step by step. And when those events happen, I can choose the higher perspective or the limited perspective. Well, if I can choose the higher perspective, then I know I won't feel negative emotion. If my best friend moves away, I'll realize that this is part of our journey together and that I haven't lost anything, but I've opened up a new possibility, a new possibility for growth and expansion. And so this event is for my benefit. And so now I can see that every single event that happens, I'm just simply choosing a perspective. The event is always for my growth and expansion, always for my benefit. And I can either choose to see it as good or bad. Now. If I start choosing to see everything as good because everything is based in love, then I can't ever feel negative emotion. It's not possible because I see everything as good. The only time I ever feel negative emotion is when I say something is bad or wrong. If I'm fighting against what is happening, then I'm choosing to see it as wrong and bad. I'm choosing the limited perspective. And that's going to bring in the negative emotion. It's not the event itself. It's always my perspective. 
It's always my perception of myself within my reality that's creating this vibration, that's bringing back a reflection of how I'm perceiving myself. Of course, I got into this conversation because I wanted to feel better. And I thought that feeling better meant changing the conditions or changing myself in some way or changing the people or controlling some of it. That's how I thought this reality worked. Now I'm realizing that it's simply my desire to feel better. And the way that I feel better is only done through acceptance. Now, if I accept everything, I'm choosing a high vibrational, high perspective on every aspect of my reality. The highest perspective that I could choose is that everything is, an, is a representation or an extension of the love of source or the source of love. Everything is manifested from love. Why? Why would a bullet be manifested from love? Because those people have to have some experience and you could have a, all kinds of different experiences with a bullet or with a flower or with a butterfly or with a volcano. It doesn't matter. But you choose how you want to play with anything and how you want to perceive anything. So you have absolute free will to move along this journey. Now, this journey has always been designed from the beginning to come from fear to love. If you didn't really know what was going on, if you didn't have any awareness, if you were didn't have any education, if you lived isolated in some valley thousands of years ago, you would have this relatively content life. You would just do what you need to do to survive and to hunt and fish and, and pick berries and live this this simple life in joy and love because you had a high perspective. You loved nature. You loved your family. You loved the beauty of the scenery around you. You loved the adventure of exploring the little valley around you, but you had a fear of what's over the mountains. So you never went over those mountains. You stayed in your valley. Then as time progressed, other people would explore what's over the sides of the mountain and they come back and tell stories. And you would have a fear of going over the mountains, but now that you have some evidence that people went over those mountains and came back and told wonderful tales of what's out there. They told dangers, of course, but that was part of the adventure. So you learned that there's something out there, something over those mountains, and you were inspired yourself because you're an explorer to take a look for yourself over those mountains. Once you go over those mountains now, you face a completely new reality. And all the fear of the unknown is present in that. But all the things that are out there are based in love, but you don't understand that because you think that it's dangerous on the other side of the mountain, but you are drawn to the other side of the mountain because you're an explorer. And so you face your fears and you walk down the other side of the mountain and you notice the animals and you notice the danger that could be there, but you realize that there's nothing really out there to harm you. And so you want to explore, explore, explore more. This is what physical reality is. This is you coming into this life, pushing the edge of every or any exploration you've ever done before. This opens up new fears and exposes new limiting beliefs. This is how you grow. You either expand in fear or you expand in love. You expand in fear and control, efforting and struggling to think to, to try and get what you lack, or you move forward, pushing past fear to act on the inspiration that will lead you to the other side of the mountain that will expose all kinds of new limiting beliefs. 
and there are endless mountains, endless mountains, endless mountains. But there's a tipping point here. The tipping point is how you perceive yourself. In lives past, you perceive yourself as a victim. In this life, earlier on, you perceive yourself as a victim. But somehow, some way, a crack opened up, a thought came to you that there must be another way to live life. And so you, Rob, came here to explore what that new approach is. And as soon as you had the thought, as soon as you birthed that desire, you were led on a new journey. And this new journey landed you here, just like everyone else who's on this call now or who's found this conversation, found the podcast, is listening at some later date. It could be 10 years in the future. If you're listening to this now, a crack has opened for you because you want to discover who you are. What you will discover is, like everything else, you are love. That feeling of love is something that you cannot know, but the desire to know the feeling of love, because you've had glimpses of it when you fall in love or when you've had children or any other time you felt joy, you've had glimpses of how that feels. You also know how it feels to be in fear and control. You know the tenseness and the restriction, the limitation, the inner conflict that comes from perceiving yourself as a victim. And you say, well, there must be something else. And so we come and say, yes, perceive yourself as the creator, change your perception of yourself, and your entire reality changes. When you were living in a low vibration, perceiving yourself as a victim, trying to protect yourself from all outside possible things that could go wrong or could go bad, then you will create a reality that causes you to fear even more. As you see yourself as a creator, you face a completely new reality that has not been explored yet. And so you're embarking on a brand new exploration. The perception of the victim is that all of this is nonsense because they're in fear. They're in the fear of discovering who they are. Because to discover who you are, you have to let go of everything you know, because everything you know is based in victimhood. You have to say, I've been taught that nothing is perfect. I've been taught that I'm not perfect. I've been taught that perfection is impossible. I've been taught that the only thing that's perfect is God, which means to the victim that God is outside of them. And now we come to teach you that you are God that God is in you, that you're a manifestation of love, that you are love, that love is perfect, and therefore you must be perfect as well. Love, then, that thing you want to feel, is the feeling that you are source, is the feeling that you are the creator of this all, is the feeling that you are absolutely secure, completely free, totally abundant, perfect as you are, that nothing ever could happen to you, that there is no wrong, that everyone is playing out their roles in your life perfectly, that everyone is experiencing what they need to experience, that you need not experience what they're experiencing, that you need not help them because you notice how God doesn't come down and help everyone who's struggling. God allows everyone to have their experience because from that perspective, source knows exactly how this whole system works. So what you want to know is how can I come to greater levels of awareness so that I can feel this love? And the answer to that 
is in the question that you started. I want to understand what love is. Now, this is the first question. Well, the first question is, what am I? And the second question is, what is the source of that question or that thought? And the answer is, you are love. Now, the answer is one that's given to you through little steps that are inspired. So with each step forward in confidence and clarity and, and moving towards what you truly want and guided from your inner self, you learn a little bit more that you are love, a little bit more that you are love, a little bit more. And so we would say that you've traveled up the mountain in fear and doubt and control and worry and dissatisfaction. And then every time you stepped higher, you got a little bit better view. And you could see the top of the mountain coming up and that you've climbed to the top of that mountain. And as you look back, that was all the fear. And as you look forward, it's all the love. It's all the experience of love. So you're on the top of that mountain now, you've turned away from all the experiences of fear, from the valley in which you came, and you're looking in a new direction, and you're asking this question, what is love? And so every time from this point forward that you act on inspiration, you are receiving the answer, this is love, this is love, this is love. Now, this is an endless journey, but you've reached this tipping point, this inflection point. You've reached the top of the mountain, and now everything is downhill from here. So just allow that question to guide you, because that is the most important question you could ever ask. The question of the victim is, how do I control? How do I improve? How do I feel secure? How do I get the conditions to make me feel something? The question of, of the creator is, how do I experience myself as love? And that you want to be an endless journey. Wow. So we are here for self-discovery expansion and to discover unconditional love. And that is to add to the knowledge of source or all that is. So I realized at some point that I'd come into this work with a concept of source or all that is being similar to Christian God. But as you just said, we're talking about God within, not God without. But importantly, the Christian God, theoretically, uh, already knows all that stuff, right? And doesn't need to discover anything. But that actually is not the nature of source or the universe. And that took me a while to work it out, just a few years. But that, that's basically what you're saying, I think, right? So imagine that source had this question, what am I? And in order to find out, source had to split apart in infinite little particles. And all of those particles created the universe. Some were, became suns, some became planets, some became asteroids. And then some became human. And everything that's happening, everything's going on from every perspective, from all points of consciousness, adds to the tapestry of all knowledge. That's how source comes to understand what source is. Source is able to capture 
every experience of your life and every experience of all consciousness from the point of that beginning to now and to the, of course, to the future and back and up and down infinitely. What you're doing and what you're experiencing, what all of you are doing and what all of you are experiencing adds to that, that information, that stream of information. The life you're living now has never been lived before. What you're experiencing now has never been experienced before. Every single moment of your life is brand new. And you notice that the universe loves the brand new. Imagine countless human lives living in suffering and misery and fear at low vibrations. And those of you here are coming up to a higher vibration, a vibration that's never existed in mass before. There are thousands, hundreds of thousands of you investigating this new approach to life, thinking of yourselves in a brand new way that humans have never really thought of themselves before. They may have thought, I'm intelligent, I'm successful, I feel like I can do anything, I feel free. There may have been a few of them who felt that way, but very few of them have ever thought of themselves as an extension of source itself here to have experiences that add to the tapestry of all that information that moves the entire population from fear to love. Think of that long train of his, human history that has been birthing desires and creating technologies and creating new possibilities, all that have led to where you are right now. From your perspective, compared to someone living 100 years ago or 200 years ago, the possibilities are limitless for what you can explore while you're physical in physical reality. Think of it 100 years from now, exponentially more and more and more and greater and more peace, more love, more joy, more satisfaction, more freedom, more abundance. All of that is leading to you, but there's this tip of the iceberg that you are all finding yourselves on now, thinking of yourselves in a brand new way and thinking of what you desire from those terms, from the terms of the creator. I desire self-discovery. I desire exponential expansion. I desire to know what tr true love and acceptance really is. I desire to act on inspiration rather than urge to change the conditions. That is a, is a massive shift in mass consciousness of this planet. The light that you all are is lighting the way for those streams of humans to follow in the future. We can't stress enough how exponentially expansive this is because sources from the human perspective experienced enough lack and limitation and fear. Source now is ready to experience what it would be like if humans adopted this new approach to life and this new perception of themselves. That is extremely exciting. As you can imagine, all kinds of fears have been lived before and experienced before and all the limitation, all the dissatisfaction, all the suffering. Of course, that's still being experienced now in brand new ways that could have never been experienced at any other time. But the few of you who are, who are choosing to see things from this higher perspective are radically shifting the consciousness, exploding the consciousness. Every time you think of a new inspired idea that you can do, and every time you push past fear and have an experience of pushing past fear and doing something you're inspired to do, that adds to the consciousness as well. And that's like a light bulb shining light on the fear and the darkness of those humans. And those humans, either by seeing you as an example of alignment 
or by reading something or listening something or or something that you have put forth, even if it's just mentally, they have this opportunity to reach those ideas and more and more and more reaching for those ideas. And you are lifting them out like a ship plucking castaways off of a raft. You are that lighthouse that's that's guiding this way to the shore. This is the service that you offer. And when you are not acting on inspiration, you're only doing so from this limited perspective of the victim. So that interplay between fear is the universe's way of seeing if you and the rest of humanity is ready to move into a brand new era. But to move into this brand new era, and some call it a 5D Earth or whatever, to move into this brand new era, you'll have to completely reassess what you think is wrong or bad and why you think is wrong or bad. You cannot go on to the other side of this mountain with your same old fears and limiting beliefs. It'll be too scary for you. You can't even make it over the edge. It's not possible. You sit there on the top of a mountain. If you still have the fears and limiting beliefs and you still perceive yourself as a victim, you're never going down the other side of the mountain. You can only go down the other side of the mountain from this perspective of yourself as the creator. And that's what you are all doing. This is how you find out what unconditional love is. You know exactly what fear and control is. Now you're entering a whole new shift in learning and growing, an exponential shift. Wonderful question. Thank you so much. It it does feel that something big is happening here. Excellent. Who's next? Joshua, can I go? Yes, Jojo. Um, Wasn't the question I was going to ask, but uh, Rob's question and your answer inspired Oh, you were inspired to a new question. (sighs) Yeah. Um, So this is a little weird, but from the perspective of the old approach versus a new approach is kind of what I'm kind of getting, wanting to know in the physical, when we fall in love with someone or whatnot, we have this feeling of like intense desires or some would call it lust, which is really powerful, a powerful driver. What can you delve into helping us understand from both perspectives, new and old approach, the difference between love and lust and the power behind it. Well, it all comes from your perspective. Now, if you're operating as a victim and you're perceiving that you're inadequate or unattractive, or there's something wrong with you, if you were to find someone to fall in love with that version of you, you would have great doubts about it. And if you were feeling lust, you might be saying something like, well, I'm expected to go along with this, but I'm not very good at this, or I don't like the shape of my body. You would have all these doubts about yourself. He's, he or she is just going to leave me after a certain time. So can you see that from this perspective of a victim, you can't really feel true love, feel the intensity of that love, or feel the higher vibration of sexual desire and satisfaction and giving yourself up completely and authenticity of that. This sexual experience then is completely based on your perception of yourself. And like everything else, it's a mirror to how you perceive yourself. On one hand, perceiving yourself as a victim, you put forth a persona that's inauthentic, trying to make something happen, trying to get someone to like you or love you or respect you or whatever it is. If you can imagine the person who is feeling much like a victim and living in a very low 
vibration, it's unlikely they're ever even going to meet someone. And if they do, it's not going to be satisfying. It's going to be upsetting because that interaction would match their vibration. They would attract someone who would make them feel like they're already feeling inauthentic, unwanted, unlovable, victimized. Now imagine someone living at the highest vibration, understanding themselves as the creator, pure confidence, pure love for others, pure love for themselves. At that high vibration, when they meet someone, that's going to be a high vibration connection. And everything that's authentic in that, everything that is based in who you truly are and aligned with what, what you are, everything that you would experience in the non-physical, if you were at the highest vibration, that connection would be the same connections you would have in the non-physical. And you would only attract those who are at that same vibration. And you would, if you are at that high vibration, you would be fully authentic and transparent. You need not promote any false persona or any false parts of you. You would be absolutely who you are. And the person that would show up would be absolutely who they are, which is how you would interact with the non-physical. There would be completely aligned with who you truly are. So the sexual component would be pure love, pure sure. abandonment or vulnerability or giving into the situation, not thinking about anything, absolutely flowing source through you in that moment. But it wouldn't be any different than any other moment. It would be ecstasy. So you would have the same feeling of love talking to the cashier as you were talking to the love of your life. You wouldn't shift those perceptions at all. This person I love, this person I don't love. You could only not love someone from a limited perspective. You would only not love someone in an attempt to control them. Without needing to control, seeing yourself as a creator, you would have one ecstatic moment after another. It wouldn't even matter what you were doing. You would just do what you're inspired to do, and you'd be authentic in it in every sense. If you find someone that is very attractive and pleasing to you, makes you feel wonderful, well, you'll use that as your excuse to be more authentic and to give yourself into the moment and to have full satisfaction in that moment. When that moment's over, you might have doubts. You might have fears. You might have an attachment to the outcome. You might think the relationship means something about you. You might be attached to the relationship as a form of security or prestige or whatever. And that's when things fall apart. When you're using a relationship or sex or anything to control your conditions and wanting it to mean something about you, well, that's all based in fear and control. And so you notice that as people get together, when there's no attachment to the outcome, when they're letting themselves go, when they're operating at a very high vibration, thinking that person's wonderful, I'm wonderful, isn't this great, isn't this fun? Well, then you have this feeling of love. As soon as you get more serious, as soon as you worry about what's going to happen next, well, then you start to interpret their actions and words based in your limiting beliefs about yourself. And your limiting beliefs start to get triggered. And you say, oh, he didn't call me back, or she didn't call me back, or she didn't text me, or he didn't text me, or whatever it is. And you use that as a sign that you're unworthy of this relationship. Now, as soon as you do that, you dip into the consciousness of fear, and you bring up urges to control the conditions. And you say, you need to call me back as soon as you get my message, or you need to text me back within five minutes, or you need to open the door for me, or you need to do this or that, or the other thing to make me feel as if you like me, or as if you love me. If you loved me, you would do this. And so you control, 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 
trying to get these feelings that you had in the beginning that cause you to feel some semblance of security or worthiness or whatever. But it's a, because it's an inside job, no matter what they do, they can never satisfy your insecurities. No matter what they do, they can never raise your vibration. No matter what they do, they can never change your perception of yourself. In fact, whatever they do can only be a reflection of how you see yourself. So we would say, think about who you truly are. Think about the connections. Think about the fact that everyone you know, you're eternally connected to, that you're playing this game with them where you get to know them better, whether that's in fear or love, it doesn't matter. You're expanding your knowledge of each other. It's fun. You've decided to come here to do it, to play off each other. And think about all the times that you were dissatisfied with relationships. Why were you dissatisfied? Because you're viewing yourself as a victim. From where you are now, whatever that vibration is, you say, okay, in the past, I was looking at myself as a victim. I was living in a low vibration. I was attracting mirrors to how I was feeling about myself. How about this? How about I start this journey of self-discovery? I don't need anyone to validate me. I don't need anyone to approve me. I don't even need anyone to love me because that's not really possible because that their perception of me is clouded by their limiting beliefs and their perception of reality. What I need to do is simply express my love to myself, see myself as perfect as I am, express my, my love to everything else and everyone else in my reality. I know that we're eternally connected. I know that we came here to play this game. I don't need you to be any different than you are. I want you to be authentic. I validate your experience. I accept your experience. I accept my experience. I accept my limiting beliefs. I accept, I accept the times that I'll dip into negative emotion and be in fear and my limiting beliefs are triggered. I accept all that. But what I'm going to do now is detach my definition of self from how you behave. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. You can leave. You can meet someone else. You can argue with me. It does not matter. I accept you 100%. I'm not attached to you. You can go, you can stay. If we're having fun, that's great. All I'm going to do is express love, enhance this relationship. Now, I'm not going to do anything just to get you to like, love, or respect me. That's control and fear, even though I'm doing things for you and I'm doing things so you'll appreciate me. No, that's based on love and fear. What I'm going to do is I'm going to express my love through this idea called acceptance. I'm going to accept you as you are. I'm not going to try and change you. I might try and change you, but I'm going to realize that that's based on fear. So that'll happen from time to time. But my intention is to accept you as much as I can. I'm going to notice that if I get triggered, it's not you. It's my limiting beliefs. I'm going to notice that anything that you do is a mirror to how I see myself. So I'm simply going to accept, 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 accept. I'm not going to settle. I'm going to accept you. Now, if you stay and it's fun and it's enjoyable, great. I'm going to notice that how this relationship is a mirror to how I'm being. So I'm going to enhance it through acceptance. But if you leave, I know for sure that I'm raising to another level. And I'm going to accept you leaving, knowing that something else, someone else is coming in to take your place at a higher level. Now, if you're being honorary out there, Mr. Boyfriend, I'm going to notice that that's a reflection of me. If I enhance this relationship through acceptance, maybe I'll notice that you're getting more loving, more enjoyable, more agreeable, 
happier yourself. Maybe you are. Excellent. If so, beautiful. This is going to be fun to share this together. Now, if you're not, well, then I'm not going to try and keep you around. I'm not going to try and change you. If you are not having a good time here, well, well, go somewhere else. It's okay. I don't need you to be secure. I don't need you for anything. I am my entire reality. I'm my universe. I am the creator of all this. And so I can let you go. If you're not going to come along, I'll let you go. You'll notice that most come along. But you also notice that there's nothing you can do to make them come along. And you would not want to make them come along because they're here to experience their own journey. And they may be wishing and hoping that they stay with you and trying, but they may be feeling inner conflict themselves and they may not be able to go with you on this ride that you're going on. That's okay. Let it be what it is because it will always turn out for your best interest and for everyone else's, as long as you're living in acceptance, as long as you're acting in inspiration, it'll always turn out. You won't be able to see how it's going to turn out, but you have to trust that it will turn out because it always does. Everything you're inspired to do is always for your benefit and the benefit of everyone else involved. And when you return to the non-physical, you'll see him again. And you'll say, oh, that was so much fun. Let's do it again. We have time for one silly question. Who would like to posit a silly question? Joshua, I have a silly question. Krishna! Uh, but I'm really embarrassed to ask Good. it. Uh, I had thought of asking it and I was giggling. So I'm just going to ask it. Okay. Um, no, I'm too embarrassed. Uh, never mind. You've come too Why far. How should I do it? You've been inspired. It's fun and silly. Embarrassment is based in what? Limiting beliefs. If you're authentic, you have nothing to be embarrassed by. The embarrassment comes from your perception that someone else might criticize you or reject you or think something of you, and you want to control how everyone else views you. So that idea of controlling everyone else through this shame that you're feeling or this embarrassment you're feeling. It's just you look at yourself as a victim, but you know, you're not a victim. You know, you're the creator. You could not receive the inspiration to ask this silly question. If you didn't know you were the creator of your reality, if you were actually living in fear as a victim, this inspiration would never get through. You would never notice it, but it did come through and you thought it was sort of funny and sort of interesting. And you were inspired to say it. And then as the time for action came, you felt a bit of fear, the embarrassment. And so you want to stop yourself, but you've come too far now. You know too much. You know that you have to ask this question because this question is going to be of benefit to countless other people from for years to come. So ask your question. Okay. Okay. Is there a significance in farting like there's like loud farts there's quiet farts there's stinky farts that's that's my silly question sorry (laughs) there's no significance in anything there's no meaning in anything there's only meaning in what you give it now you've been taught that some normal bodily functions are something to be ashamed of you've been controlling yourself so that you wouldn't feel that negative emotion of shame But without fear and without limiting beliefs, everyone would fart wherever they are all the time. They would not care. They would laugh at it. No one else in acceptance, no one else would care either. Everyone would laugh. And you can know that when you're close to someone and when you're in acceptance with that that person and you do fart, 
they make a joke or they laugh or they tease you in some way, but you don't feel embarrassed. If you're feeling embarrassed about anything, if you're feeling shame about anything, if you're trying to control anything that's natural in your life, if you're trying to control someone else's perception of you, you're just perceiving yourself as a victim. And that's natural. That's what everyone would do. But you can go above that. You can go above that perception that you need to control other person's perspectives. You can go above that and realize that there is nothing to fear, that you cannot be rejected, that you cannot be embarrassed, that it's not possible for a creator to be embarrassed because the creator knows that every single experience is being created for the purposes of self-discovery. And what a wonderful way to discover who you are than to let out a large, a, lo a loud, smelly fart in the middle of a conference of people that you really care about and then giggle. You are an amazing group of creators. You have come to the precipice of a new era. You are playing with all these ideas that humans have worried about for years and years and years. And you're saying, it's all up to me. It's all up to how I choose to perceive things. And that choice of perception is so high vibrational that you can all expect as you're playing around with these ideas to encounter so many new experiences and so many new things and so much more freedom and abundance and so much more joy and love in your life. This idea of acceptance, radical acceptance of everything, not radically settling for everything, but radically accepting what is, and then choosing to see that it's all good, it's all right, it's all perfect, it's all based in love, will lead you exponentially on your journey of self-discovery. And this is what you intend prior to your birth. It not only leads you, but it brings you this light that lights up the way for others to follow. The light that's within you is now being exposed to the others that they can see it. They can see it by your actions. They can see it by your attitude. They can see it by your calm confidence. They can see it by the freedom and joy and adventure that you're having in your life. This is how you become this example. This is what you're all doing now, participating in this powerful group of creators, thinking thoughts in a completely new way, perceiving yourself in a new way and perceiving everything else in a brand new way. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I hope you enjoy that. I hope you see here how improvement is actually done. It's not done from changing the conditions. Of course, it's done from raising your perception of yourself, i.e. your vibration, the work to raise your vibration. Well, that's active work. It doesn't really work just by listening to podcasts or reading books, things like that. You have to have this, uh, this experience. The experience teaches, as Abraham's always said, words don't teach. So, of course, you have experiences as you're going through manifestations, events, and things like that. But when you understand who you truly are and you, you change that mental construct from the victim to the creator, then you start to let go of all those things you thought you want and nothing really bothers you anymore. And you go into manifestation events, you're clear on what the limiting belief has been triggered. Boy, it's so effective in, in moving towards more self-discovery and growth once you change that mental construct. So I hope you will be inspired to send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you all the information and you'll know if the bootcamp's right for you or not. The best way to do it is we'll have a conversation together it's a quick 30-minute conversation. We do it on Zoom. We've done it with everyone who's gone through the boot camp. It's a fun conversation, and you get to talk to me, and don't be scared of that. 
it's always, always a good time. So think about doing that, push past your fear and send me an email. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Bye.